if we don't know it, we can't fix it, right? So at least at least we know it now so we can go, right, how do we address these issues that women are experiencing? How do we make support more, um, more affordable, easier to access? Um, how do we educate women that no matter what they're going through, it's still worth seeking support and seeking help um, even though you don't think it's important before it starts to spiral out of control? Like this is where preventative measures are really important um, because we want to make sure that we're preventing people from experiencing mental illness rather than just treating them once they appear with symptoms. To reason with someone is to motivate them to do or accept topics, ideas and issues through discussion and having conversations. This podcast is about the relationship with ourself and the relationship with others, finding our stability in our self-worth and how do we actually be in healthy relationships. We find this out through connection, compassion, and communication. Reach out, connect with me, like, subscribe, comment. I want to unpack whatever it is that we can to really get to the nitty and gritty of finding out how do we get better in ourselves and how do we get better in our relationship. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. No, no, no. No, he needs to know. Remember me before you Oh, they got better see my heart, again I just haven't met you yet Three, two, one Before the Lip Timber Foundation existed, charities supporting women were limited and women's mental health wasn't even on the agenda. In 2010, Lip Timber was born. Over the years, Liptember evolved from a fundraising campaign into the foundation that it is today, the trusted source and respected leader when it comes to women's mental health. Since 2010, the Liptember flagship fundraising campaign has encouraged people to wear lipstick throughout the month of September as a lighthearted and fun way to raise awareness and vital funds for women's mental health, raising over $12 million to date. Crazy. Today I have... Katrina, representing as someone from LipTember, she is the strategic mind and marketing force behind the LipTember campaign. She has an awesome sense of humor and an enormous passion for women's mental health. Alongside a global reputation for leading an executive and all elements of the marketing mix, Katrina has a deep insight into how to connect with people and create meaningful, authentic relationships with the LipTember community. And I am stoked that she is the person representing today so that we can really bring out that real big focus on connection. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. I have Katrina from Lip Timber. Welcome. So good to have you here. Thanks so much for having me, Jackson. So excited. Yes, this is great. So look, um, let's just jump straight on in. I want to hear so much about you and I'm so glad that we could do this. So who the hell are you and what do you do? So I'll tell you a bit about me personally. I'm a mum, a lover of dogs, coffee, um, but I also have an enormous passion for women's mental health, uh, which is a really important thing because I work for the most incredible women's mental health foundation called the Liptember Foundation. Mm -hmm. So good, so good. And and what's what's your role there? 
Yeah, so I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm the marketing and communications manager at the Lip Timber Foundation, but really we're a tiny team, um, so it really encompasses the jack of all trades as well, um, do a lot of everything, which is awesome. Uh, but really to tell you a little bit about who is the Lip Timber Foundation, for those yes, who don't, don't know who we are, um, we're the trusted source and respected leader when it comes to everything women's mental health in Australia. Um, yeah. And each year we undertake gender-specific national research into women's mental health um, and we try and identify the needs that the Australian women um, have and direct funding to the most critical women's mental health outcomes. Um, and they include like programs, initiatives, support services and different research um, outcomes yeah. as well. So it's really important for us um, to make sure that every woman um, can achieve their optimal mental health. Um, so that's us as a foundation. But I guess most importantly, uh, and the timing for this is great too, is that through the month of September, um, the Liptember Foundation runs its uh, flagship Liptember fundraising campaign. And yes. what that is, is it's basically we encourage anyone and everyone to wear lipstick for the month of September as a fun, lighthearted way to really like raise awareness um, and raise funds at the end of the day for women's mental health. Um, and since 2010, we've mm. raised over $12 million, which we're really, really um, yeah. thrilled with. So hopefully this year will um, yeah help us make even more money to help the women of Australia. I mean, that's... That's a large amount of money. I mean, since 2010, that's so good. I had no idea. I was reading that the other day and I was just blown away. I was like, because I think, you know, the whole path to being able to achieve that, I mean, has an even cooler story of, I guess, how you guys came to be and that, you know, the research and the things that you guys are leading the way in showing didn't really have a leader or a group or many people sort of backing it to begin with oh yeah like everything it starts small right um so i think you know starting in in 2010 um i think the first year they only raised like seventy thousand dollars which is still a lot of money right but um <laughs> very different to what we're raising now um which you know last year's um result was 1.45 million um which wow yeah right? we're really excited about because that kind of money makes a real big impact. Um, we can make really substantial change um, and make sure that the right people are getting the right support um, by making sure that we can fund those critical areas of need. And I think the one thing that really came um, out of, uh, I, I guess, a lot of the funding decisions we were making is that there was this real lack of research that was specific mm. um, to to women and to and yeah. gender specific research around mental health um, and so we decided well we're going to change that and we're going to fund our own research and we're going to make sure that um, we're representing the women of Australia and what their unique needs are um, mm. and yeah make sure that we can put money where it needs to go to make sure that we're you know covering the most critical issues that women are facing at the moment. Yeah, and I think that you're so right, and uh, you know, even just the whole, the whole concept of bringing that together has just been unreal because it's not it's not one size fits all for for all gender and all and all people is that we're all quite unique, and and 
you know, I think you know, if we look at like the, the men's side of things as we started to make similar sort of changes, I guess, and then there's been that backing of um, support through it and the mental health side of it. And then, yeah, I guess it's like exactly the same thing. It's like, well, where the hell is all this, you know, all the specifics around it for women? I think that it's been such a leading charge. I think, you know, obviously you've been doing the grounds and, and, and been on the, that foundation since 2010. But for me, um, having a bit more of a much more keen interest in the last five years is really like now it's got a really good voice and a really loud voice. And you guys are big, big leaders in that. And I love it. It's so good to like, that we're here, I guess. One yeah. way to go, but we're here. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's always, um, you know, we've got lots um, that we're trying to achieve and still being a small team, it's really hard. But, you know, a small passionate team can make really big impact and, and that's what we're really out there to do. And um, and I think it's important, you know, we touch on the, the topic of gender a lot. Um, and gender gender is an interesting topic that a lot of people um you know they they go one way or the other with with mental health they're like well it shouldn't matter gender shouldn't matter and then others believe that it does matter and and we strongly believe that it matters to take those things into um, consideration but I think the thing that there's no argument over is that mental health is important for all genders like taking care of your mental health is important for all genders. Doesn't matter, male, yeah. female, non-binary, intersex. It doesn't matter. But for women, um, as a result of both biological and gender-related differences, women can, women can suffer from certain mental health conditions at a higher rate than men, and that's just fact, right? So, a range of those factors. Um, can lead to a woman experiencing poor mental health. So some of those factors are like psychological, biological and social factors, which can all change over the um, over a woman's life. So to just touch on like biological factors, things of, um, of that nature are like menstruation, menopause, pregnancy, birth, yeah. um, you know, certain experiences like miscarriage or yeah. um, even ovarian and cervical cancer. So each of these things present unique and diverse mental health conditions um, that specifically affect women. Um, and so we try and make sure that we, you know, capture all that because we're 50% of the population. So mm -hmm. we struggle with <laughs> things that are very unique to, to women, but we're not discounting any other gender or the fact that mental health is, you know, important for all genders. We're just saying, well, if we can have the research that tells us about what women are facing and how we can tailor services and methodologies and new approaches to tackling mental illness in prevention and diagnosis and treatment and support services. Well, why don't we? Why don't we do that? Um, so yeah. that's what we're, that's what the Liptember Foundation is all about, making sure that, you know, we can have a targeted approach when trying to um, help women with their mental health. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the... the the really nice thing about Liptember and in just like, I guess it's philosophy and it's foundation is it's like women supporting women and, you know, having that powerful connection between people. But specifically if that's because, you know, safety is such a massive, massive element of all, all of us. And, and when it comes to, 
figuring out how do we deliver it in the best way, then this is exactly the way that that's going to work for so, 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 so many um, of that, you know, 50%, right? So yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> and and I think also, um, you know, women supporting women, it's, it's so powerful. It's really powerful mm-hmm. when you see um, the amazing women in our community who just get behind each other, lift each other up and, and you know, normalise some of the challenges that they face on the day on the daily, um, you know, trying to really end that stigma that is still associated with speaking up about, you know, certain mental health issues um, and normalising conversations in workplaces and with family and, um, you know, I think that's something that we really strive to do with our community and it's not just women. Like there are um, strong influential men in our community too who are like, I'm not a woman but I've got really important women in my life who I want to support and I'm also um, really uh, passionate about making sure that they have um, good quality of life with positive mental health outcomes. So, you know, we really try and make sure that everybody who gets involved with us feels welcome and part of our community and it really is like a little family um, that you kind of (laughs) get involved with. Once you're in, you're you're in our family and you're stuck with us. No, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good though, because I think that, you know, it's, I mean, maybe we can like sort of talk about some of like the main things that the research is showing, but I guess just anecdotally um, without all the research in front of me, for me is loneliness is such a massive problem for us as a, as a whole in our whole society. And that, the you know, I guess the, the power to these these massive, massive empowering positioned women is that they're they're no longer willing to to have have that be a thing and we're kind of closing the gap on that in in a really powerful way in in a safe way and that's you know really kind of bringing that connection together helping people feel comfortable and safe to connect and talk yeah exactly and I think part of that conversation um and having that in workplaces is one of the things that is really important, especially for women who, you know, in a traditional sense, it's not something that you would say to your employer, oh, hey, I need to take a mental health day, or it might be stigmatised to do that. And now even a lot of workplaces are starting to, um, you know, roll out certain strategies to help employees with mental health. Um, So I think the conversation is changing in Australia and I think it is changing for the better. It's real slow, um, a slow burn, I guess, but it is, it is improving. Like if you think back 10, 20 years ago, you know, it would be a much different story. So, um, yeah, so I'd love to take you through some of the, I guess, some of the key findings that we had from our um, Liptember Foundation Women's Mental Health Research, which was only just completed in July. So it's really, current it's really um eye-opening um and the best thing is it's timely and we're able to do this now on a year-on-year basis so that we can say oh this is the landscape this is what it looks like and um Mm. this is how women are feeling at the moment yeah (laughs) let's open the hell out of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like i i think if you go on our um liptember foundation website it's like there's a full report there that's about 50 or 60 pages is huge. So I'll just like touch on a few things. But yeah, okay. Let's we'll have to do a nice little summary of the key findings <laughs> and then we'll expand on that as much as we can. Otherwise, we might be here all day. Oh, yeah. And you know, I could chew your ear off on that stuff anyway. Oh, and I would happily, happily allow you to chew it. Like, I'm <laughs> the, the research is so profound. So, I, yeah, hit me. Let's go. Okay. Well, so. 
a little bit of context like so we this research is purely on women so we don't we didn't survey men and women because what we already know from Australian Bureau of Statistics um, in 2021 was that if you were a woman in Australia you were 58 percent more likely to experience mental illness compared to men so we know that what we didn't know was okay if you are a woman, what are you experiencing? What yeah. are the types of triggers? Are you seeking help? All those things. That's what we didn't know. So when we launched, we found out that one in two Australian women are currently experiencing a mental mm-hmm. illness in 2022, which is staggering. One in yeah. two. Um, but less than half of those who um, are struggling with mental illness are actually seeking support. So only 48% of women are seeking support for their mental health, even though um, one in two are suffering. So there's a big gap there in terms of support seeking and actually struggling. And I think this is the funny thing. It's like a lot of of women just don't think it's important or they've got other things going on so they, they you know, put their mental health to the side. Um, you know, they're carrying a really deep emotional uh, mental load for themselves, their families, mm-hmm. their, their friends, um, and I think sometimes they put themselves last. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're finding um, is that some of the reasons for not seeking support is that, um they just don't realise the importance of having the issue addressed. That was number one. Um, but also mm-hmm. thinking that they can self-manage it um, or possibly thinking that med- medical professionals won't be able to empathise with them um, and then not okay. having the time and the cost factor was also part of it. So they were the top reasons why women were not seeking support um, and obviously mm. then having other priorities and managing the load at home. Yeah. That some of them are really sad, and they don't feel confident to be able to talk to their their professionals about it, and that, that it wouldn't matter. That that's that's hard to hear. It is, um, and I think you know when you see when research like this is conducted, it's always like oh, the, the worst um, the worst case scenarios, or you hear all these really bad things that sounds a bit depressing, but it's like well, if we don't know it, we can't fix it, right? Yeah, so at totally. least. At least we know it now so we can go, right, how do we address these issues that women are experiencing? How do we make support more um, well, affordable, easier to access? Um, how do we educate women that no matter what they're going through, it's still worth seeking support and seeking help um, even though you don't think it's important before it starts to spiral out of control? Like this is where preventative measures are really important um, because we Mm -hmm. want to make sure that we're preventing people from experiencing mental illness rather than just treating them once they appear with symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that, I guess that's, that's the, 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 the fight now is, is how do we, how do we create that and how do we sort of allow that for people? And it sounds like, you know, one, one of the big things that I heard you say is like creating more, more capacity or at least, a bigger understanding of prioritizing and and before I think I watched one of your your real talk or um is that what it's called real yeah talk. oh I'd love to tell yeah. you about real talk yeah yeah <laughs> but, but, but there there was a I think really recently there's just a a woman describing panic attack and it's like if we're not prioritizing or we're not knowing or we're not you know completely having the capacity to go and get the support with the time and obviously everything else and putting putting ourselves second that sort of thing is 
then we're going to get to this point. Um, and that, and that's, you know, it's n- never too late as for some it is, but that, that's what we kind of, I, I hear in the, in the change that's so needed is, is preventing rather than waiting to maintain or, or sort of live with that. Absolutely. So I think, um, you know, we, we definitely um, encourage people to talk their real talk. Um, but I might go into that a little bit when I talk about the Liptember campaign. But I think sure. it is also important to note that, you know, because your podcast is a lot about relationships and connection and things like that, that, you know, our research found that, um, you know, 44% of Australian women are cu- currently suffering with anxiety or anxiety-related disorders. Um, yeah. But when it comes to relationships, um, you know, breaking down the stats from that, there were a lot of triggers. What triggers a woman's anxiety? Mm-hmm. And for the ones in, in relation to relationships and support, 16% of them noted that a lack of support network and a lack of social acceptance was the main trigger for their anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see that and you're like, okay, well, support networks and social acceptance, like social acceptance, that's a huge one. Like that's about yeah. stigma and um, mm-hmm. also about mm-hmm. feeling like part of, uh, like belonging, part belonging, of a group. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, do, <laughs> how do you resolve that? Um, you know, that that's the big, the big question here. Um, and, and just making sure that people have that support because it's really important to know that other people go through similar experiences and that you're not alone. And I think that's where the real talk comes into our September campaign, which is encouraging anyone and everyone to, to share their experiences because you may just help one person who's also going through something similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's uh, what, we, what we know is that sometimes that's all, all it takes and We've got a lot of campaigns doing that, that sort of thing over the year, which is great that there's more and more focus on it. Um, but yeah, I think like attachment, attachment statistics is that technically we only have, um, as a majority, only one person that we can rely on for support. Now that didn't even go into the quality of that support, mm. which goes to then show further what's important in how we show up and how we be secure at bases and sort of providing that that place where people can feel safe in to be able to get that real connection and sort of deeper sort of ability to, to show emotion and get support but one like that's that's nothing we used to have these big big tribes right and now yeah. now we're so disconnected from a lot of that stuff and for like for everything that you're kind of sharing is is you know, the good thing about it is we all need to come together. Women need to come together and people need to stand on the outside sort of helping them form this big, big circle that creates that. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, the role of social media in making people feel connected is really important. I mean, a lot of people talk about the negative sides of social media, but I think especially with what we've been through the last 24 months with, you know, COVID and everything, well, if you don't have social media or um, technology or some way to connect with others when you're isolated and things like that, it can become a really lonely place really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I know people harp on the the negatives of social media, but I feel like there are some positives to be gained from it too, especially for those that are just trying to need to reach out or have that connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got everything like we, we could make anything toxic and we can probably make a lot of things really healthy too. So I guess it's about how you use it, but the platforms are there to be able to provide, um, 
um, unfortunately, there's a mix of provide, you know, real good relief and distraction, and, and other times it's real good connection and, and healing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of, I guess, a big part of what, you know, I've noticed definitely in the last year with, like, International Women's Day and just, you know, just different different events starting to come up in my community um, that are, like, enough's enough. Let's bring people back together, you know, and, and, you know, namely I've had a couple of really powerful women on the podcast in the last uh, year that, that really emphasizing and, and running that workshop, running that, that space for people to come and share and, and place for us to sort of get real into how do we find like true authenticity and in, in connection and in sharing. And it's, it's happening. Yeah, it is. It's happening. And, you know, we're trying to motivate people to do the same. I think, um, you know, that's what our flagship fundraiser is all about. September, celebrating, um, sharing, trying to have that authentic connection with people because, mm. um, you know, mental health touches everyone. Whether you experience mental illness yourself um, or not, you, you know, you are still touched by it in some way, shape or form through knowing a friend or a family member or somebody else. It, it, it impacts your life. So what we try and tell people um, and what our community tells us is that it's just so important to share your experiences, get involved, and um, and for us it's about raising awareness, sparking conversations just by wearing some bright lippy, bright lippy to work, yeah. bright lippy to your mother's group, to your school, to your party, whatever it is that you're doing, pop some bright colours on and get people talking about why you're wearing your lipstick and mm-hmm. you can tell them I'm raising money for women's mental health or I'm trying to start conversations about mental health and mm-hmm. why it's important to prioritise yourself and look after your mental health. And and I think that's what the Liptember campaign does. It, it almost people almost feel like it gives them permission to look a bit silly but to then talk about it. It's, it's almost like an icebreaker because it's really hard to talk about mental health otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. For a lot of people it can be, yeah. um, whereas this just breaks down that, that um, I guess, that barrier that some people yeah. face where they're like, how do I broach the topic of mental health and mental illness? Yeah, it's a really nice entry point and I think that, you know, is, is, is really cool. Like, obviously like there's are you okay there? You know, it's a similar sort of campaign, but it's still, it's got to start with that question. Um, which again is, is an invitation for someone to comment, but I guess the lippy is kind of like that can be engaged from someone else. And that, you know, obviously gives people a bit more, you know, power in that. And, and, and I guess their ability to be able to navigate how they want to go about it. And then, and then it's the offering. It's like, well, this is why I'm wearing it and let's have a chat about it. Um, and so I, th- I really like that, that part of it. You know, it's, it's bringing yeah. people in, right? And then I think that's really cool. Yeah, it is. And, and people like it. I mean, it's not about being beautiful. It's about being silly, being a bit fun and having, you know, a lighter side of a conversation that can sometimes be a little bit heavy. Um, yeah. It's really bringing that kind of lighter side into it, um, you know, and it's not about making fun of it. It's about, okay, well, you know, it's a serious topic, but we can have a little bit of fun while we're doing it as well. And we can make some really big impact just by popping some lippy on, having a conversation um, and encouraging other people to do the same and raise a little bit of money while we're at it. Um, So, yeah, so I think that's kind of, that's a bit about the September campaign. And and obviously the Real Talk series comes into that. And we had, um, 
some really powerful, um, inspirational women who um, shared their stories with us. And they're all part of our Latema community. They're all people who have fundraised for us before. Um, mm. And, you know, they were brave enough to come in and share their story. And for, for a lot of them who have anxiety, um, that can be, you know, just getting in front of a camera and telling someone your story can be quite anxiety-inducing. Yeah. Um, and and they just spoke so eloquently about the things that they struggle with, um, but really they all said the same thing. The reason they did it and they said, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it on camera um, is because they want to make sure that people feel less alone and that they, mm-hmm. if they can help one person, they were happy to do it. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Like that's just a handful of the people in our community, but a lot of them are, are like that. And I think they're all looking out for each other. It's like a big, it's almost like a support group, I guess, but um, yeah. but not yeah. really. <laughs> but yeah, it almost is like the voice of the community is is you know what makes what makes community is is if that voice is we don't want anyone to be alone, then that's going to become the narrative that everyone who embarks on the community or gets told about the community understands what, what it's all about. And, and I think, you know, that real talk conversation is, is broadcasting that to invite more in. And I think that's, that's great. Like the, the campaign sounds like it's going to be, you know, another really cool and successful year. Oh, well, we hope so. And I think, you know, for us, it's about also making sure that people understand that even the taboo topics are, you know, where we're trying to, to reduce that stigma around those topics as well. Women are talking about, you know, things that were traditionally taboo, like menstruation and menopause and infertility issues and addiction, mm-hmm. sexual harassment. Like, you can have those safe conversations with us and other women who are in in our community. Um, there's no judgment. It's it's an open forum for everyone to talk about these things and to not feel shame or, or stigma. And I think that that's a really really powerful um, and important thing that they can find when they get support with us. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, how I connect with September is is really all through social media. Um, in in the in the campaign is there like you're mentioning that the this is where a place you can come and, and connect and talk like is there i guess events or or places to kind of be and 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 discuss and stuff like what's happening in that realm yeah absolutely so yeah we we're a charity so we don't have big budgets to spend on on a lot of things and we're we're really responsible in that in that sense so we a lot of our stuff is based off social media and organic socials um and we have a group um on facebook the Liptember community group which you can join anyone can join there's over three thousand members or something in there already but um we only started that last year and and that is really where everyone comes together and they can they can share and they can chat amongst themselves and it's it's really uplifting to be part of that group um we would love to do in-person events one day I think I think it's it's definitely on our wish list like we would love to just hold something in every single state around Australia where we get all our fundraisers and community together and and you know we've heard that that's what they all want um Mm. we just (laughs) we just don't have capacity right now to do that but Yes, yeah. it is definitely a pipe dream of ours. Um, so for now, we live in the online realm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, who knows? You've got to give the people what they want. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you got to give them what they want, um, which means you and Lippy Jackson, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's. No one's actually said that they wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> <I did. laughs> uh, except for you, Katrina. So yeah. you know, I'll do I'll do it for you. And okay, uh, great. What you represent, uh, yeah, it's it's in the pipeline as well. Believe it or not. Um, so awesome. yeah, definitely, definitely a thing. And I mean, like I said, I've had. You know, I've had some really powerful women on this podcast for, for the sake of this is the way. Like we need to be broadcasting as much as we can this ability for people to to connect to themselves and really find um you know how 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 to get well and how to be be feeling they're okay just as they are and, and figure out where that worth kind of falls in place and stuff. And I guess that um is something that I've been like really in interested in in terms of women just in 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 the sense of um you know the opposite of what you guys are trying to do is that women um you know naturally have this have this thing where they um, and it says same with men but we compete against each other you know and we're, we're trying to sort of really you know show up in, in a lot of the ways you know we've got to be a certain mother we've got to be a certain career person we've got to we've got to do all these things and i think you know, I mean, we're innately kind of bound for survival, so we will do what we need to do. But I think, again, we lose this part of it that's about, well, actually, we're probably going to be able to do this much better if we come together. Um, so, yeah, I guess that can be a question. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> they say it takes a village, right? Um, yeah. You know, and yeah. I think that it, it's still true. Everything's easier with a village around you um, to mm-hmm. achieve anything in life, um, whether it be, um, you know, work or family, raising kids. Um, I think having people alongside you to do it with um, is always really important. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. In terms of in terms of self worth, I guess is there. I mean, can you, it could be your your view. Like how how does or you know a story that you've heard from uh, over the years. But I guess like how how can it you know go from start to finish in terms of where else where our worth sits and then where it can kind of form and what we can get from it when we start to come together and we start to sort of be able to share and and, and connect. I guess. I think. I think for even my own personal experience, um, mm. self-worth really comes out of self-care for me. Um, yeah. You know, understanding what my limitations are um, and how I can contribute to certain things in my life, whether it be being a good mum, being a, um, a good wife, um, being a good sister, family member, um, mm. and not just how my I guess my words and my actions affect other people, but also how it affects me. Um, yeah. I think that helps that helps me to understand my self-worth. I'm not just, you know, it's really hard to actually put into words now that you've asked me. It's very <laughs> but but yeah, you're not defined by I guess other people's perceptions of you. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about how you internally feel about what you're doing um, in your day-to-day and how you're impacting your life and other people's lives. I think that's important. Um, yeah. I feel like even I have a very a higher level of self-worth now that I've brought a human into the world and that mm-hmm. um, that little human relies on me a lot. Um, yeah. And, you know, 
I feel entirely like a hundred percent of his world and that is such a beautiful feeling. Um, it actually is really, really um, humbling um, mm. to know that you're the center of one person's universe is very, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice feeling. Um, and I think that that brings me a lot of joy and, um, and a lot of challenges. Don't get me wrong, but um but yeah, uh, sorry, I've gone around in a massive circle. But uh. no, I like it. I like it. You said you didn't know what to say. You you said all the right things. I like <laughs> you. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> but yeah, and I think a lot of other uh, you know women in our community go through similar things. Um, you know, sometimes they face you know a lot more serious challenges in life. Like we've got a lot of women who suffer from. Um, domestic or family violence situations or homelessness and, mm. you know, those types of experiences can severely damage self-confidence and self-worth um, for an individual. And I and I feel like, you know, those women are so inspirational because they've come back from it, they've faced all the adversities and they're, they're still happy to get out there and share their stories with other people and actually try and raise money for um, for us um, to try and make sure that other women don't go through some of the things that they, they do. And that for me is just inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of people's common theme in that is, is what you said. I think that's, you know, it is at the pinnacle of it all, which is really being able to look at how does my self-care like look and what am I doing for myself? But then the more that I, you know, couple that with this ability to, not do this alone and and realize that because we silo ourselves you know and and you know, a lot of women will silo themselves when they're in that domestic violent relationship because to be honest like a lot of reaching back out is really unsafe but where we can do it is is that's what's sort of you know encouraged by these women talking out and saying how they were able to reconnect and start to really achieve these goals and and be the inspiring way is is, is generally through that that big power of I stepped into it, you know, I stepped into yeah. it. I would have, you know, and they stepped it. out and, and sought help. I think that that's important exactly. too, whether it be professional help or just saying to a friend, hey, like something's not right, mm. can we chat? You know, just simple things like that as well. Um, yeah. You know, reaching out and seeking help doesn't always mean picking up the phone and calling a hotline or going to a GP. There's so many different ways you can do it. Um mm-hmm. And I think taking those first steps is really, um, really important for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, this is probably an interesting question you might not be able to answer, but um, <laughs> let's fire it off anyway. The, the, I guess from this research and from the findings, um, is there, is there like, you know, your top organizations or your top sort of things that are coming up, like, yeah, this is what we're backing with the, with our money and this is this is what we're trying to push forward. Is that kind of got its face yet? And does it look different every year? Yeah, I mean, great question. Um, 100% the research that we undertake is there so that we can build a national funding framework to say these are the gaps that women are experiencing in Australia. These are... Um, the areas that we need to fill so that we can fund certain programs or initiatives to help. Um, At the moment, that's currently being um, completed from this year's research. We're building that framework at the moment so that we can then say to any organisation that wants to, um, to say, hey, do you have a program that meets the needs of um, 
you know, um, uh, prenatal um, diagnosis or um, yeah. issues with, um, you know, anxiety in the Indigenous populations, whatever those gaps happen to be that fall out of it, um, we right. make sure that we'll have like a list of criteria that um, other organisations can apply for funding through us um, if they oh. can say, yep, we've got a program that will meet this need. Um, so that's right. really important. And I think also um, what will come from that is raising the profile of um, gender-specific mental illness, like really trying to bring mass awareness um, to the cause, mm. which is, is which is what we're all about. Um, mm. But I think, you know, the past, things that we've funded in the past, just to give you an yeah. idea of the types of services and supports, um, like one of the programs was the Yanabul Najida um, pre and postnatal mental health program with Indigenous midwives in in Melbourne. Um, wow. We we've also funded uh, youth mental health resilience programs in schools. Um, yeah. A body confidence book series for young girls that's um, for ages like four to six. Um, the Lead for Change program, which is a gendered violence prevention program focused around mental health. Um, mm-hmm. We fund Women's Health Week um, through Jean Hales. Um, yeah. uh, what else have we done? Other support services like mental health recovery programs for women mm-hmm. survivors of exploitation, um, yeah. anxiety portal yeah. with anxiety resources, um, postpartum support programs, um, and three-day mental health and wellness program for carers, women carers. Um, like so that's just a couple of the things that we've funded in the last you know 12 months that um, came from last year's funding yeah amazing and and what a list <laughs> what a list and it's only skewing the surface but yeah it's, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's incredible and and with such a small team I think that's just like I mean you got your work cut out for you to be able to review all that yeah. and then we're a lean team and- but it makes a difference when we all love our jobs and we care and we are really passionate about making it an actual, like a real difference for the women of Australia. So what you see is what you get. We're a pretty laid back bunch. Um, there's only four of us, <laughs> but oh, yeah, what? yeah, there's only four of us, but, um, <laughs> but we try like, yeah, we, we just, we work really hard because we really care about the cause. So um, yeah, well, I mean that that really um, sings through in this podcast for sure, Katrina. You you do wear your heart on your sleeve, and <laughs> the way you talk about it all, I think it's so incredible. I mean, I already thought it was incredible, and now I thinking that there's four of you just sitting there crushing it yeah. is just is is amazing. Yeah, and, thank you. you know, yeah, we definitely um, uh, have a glass of champagne at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the campaign. Uh, <laughs> well deserved as well you know it's a big big hustle and and for such a great great thing so wow I mean that just sort of blew the top off it was already it's already great great connecting with you and then you you say something like oh there's just four of us doing our thing getting 12 million (laughs) dollars yeah well you know and and (laughs) before like uh recent there was only luke running it um for a really long time so um you know we're we're just really i don't know how to put this but it's like we're, we're just passionate about making sure that we're doing all the right things. We're led by a really strong moral compass. Um, yeah. You know, we raise all this money 
so that we can make sure that it gets to as many women as possible as possible who need it most. Um, and that's being really smart with how we set things up and do our programs and um, our funding frameworks and also how we run things internally in our systems and processes. We, we yeah. run really lean um, and efficiently and that's, I think it sings through in everything that we do. So um, I think that that's really important to know that if you're, donating to a charity like us um, uh, that, you know, you're looking into those things and making sure that you know who you're donating to. And and Absolutely. if you want to get involved with Live 10 Bar this year, we would love to have people, uh, anyone who's listening to your podcast, to sign up as a fundraiser. Come and raise yeah. some money with us. Pop some lippy on. Share your selfies around social media. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yes, just get involved. Yeah. So if they want to do that, where – Where's the best way for people to find you and how how is how is I guess the, the, the fastest way into being able to support and get in, get involved? Yeah. Um so go to liptember.com.au, uh sign up as a fundraiser or just pop us a donation if that's um you know more your thing. Um but yeah, register as a fundraiser. Um, you can buy official Liptember merchandise as well. Like we have lipsticks and um, hoodies and beanies and a whole bunch of other stuff, like if you prefer to get um, or support us that way. Um, but really, if you don't want to do any of those things, if all you do is pop lipstick on one day, take a selfie, share it with your friends and family um, and start a, a one conversation around mental health, um, then, you know, that's really going to go a long way in helping us um, to continue to speak openly about mental health, breaking down that stigma and just inspiring others to do the same. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, th- that's so great. I mean, and I really do hope that, that you know, more and more people can do that. And, and I hope I can sort of see it around in the community as well during September and start to really notice um, that little shift in, in that makes a big, big wave. So, um Thank you so much. This has been really, really great. And I really, really appreciate all the hard work that uh, all four of you are doing and, um, and, and the, the message that you're sort of trying to preach. And it really shows in, in the way that you, you're passionate about it all. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, just for letting us share and um, talk to your community about what we're doing. Um, yeah, it really helps, helps us try and get our name out there a little bit more and some yeah, of the great yeah. work that we're trying to, trying to do. So. Yeah, well, it will all be up on my website and um, on the Instagram as well. And um, yeah, putting all the links in to, to support. And um, I'm, I'm sure a video, I know this is my accountability piece of me putting on some lippy. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much again. Um, it's been so nice talking to you. Likewise. Thanks again. Okay, Reason With Me Love Letters. Today I'm representing the women again. Two weeks in a row. We've got Alisa Cara. The song's called Out of Love. And it's a uh, doozy. <laughs> Enjoy. I won't tell you I'm lonely Cause it may be selfish I won't ask you to hold me Cause that woman was helpless 